0: This is So I Married a Movie Geek. I'm Chrissy McQueen. The Movie Geek, Justin Winters, is on my left. Say hello to the pretty people.
1: Hello, pretty people.
0: We saw some interesting movies this weekend. Uh, An oldie and a new one. And I'm not sure which one was better. Or maybe worse, depending on how you look at it. We saw Scream 4, or Sciform, depending on how you look at it. And Sleepaway Camp from 1983. Justin, I know why we saw Scream 4, but why, oh why, did you want me to see Sleepaway Camp?
1: Sleepaway Camp is a cold classic.
0: Really? I've never heard of it.
1: In terms of slasher movies. Yeah. Um, it was one of those movies when I worked in the video store where people would kind of fall into watching it. And then they'd come back saying... Dude, why didn't you tell me about that? It's got a very infamous um, conclusion to it.
0: This is true.
1: Uh, <laughs> I'm already laughing about it.
0: Wow. Okay. Well,
1: Actually, you know what? It was just one of those things where I wanted to see what Chrissy's reaction was going to be, pretty much.
0: I think that I my face froze in the, in the same position for, like, five minutes. Yes. Okay. And, um, kids, if you mix... Confusion with shock, a little bit of awe, a little bit of horror, and a little bit of I might vomit. That's the look that I had on my face.
1: But we'll save that till later.
0: Yes. First we're gonna get to scriform scrimfor. Um that happened. I feel like I could sum the entire movie up in that little quote on the poster. That happened. Yeah.
1: I think I said that several times during the movie.
0: That happened?
1: Yeah, Chrissy can always um, realize what I think about a movie because I give her faces. Yeah. Like, I'll look at her and, like, give her a face, and then she'll know. It's like CNN throughout the movie. I would give different faces, and that way she'll know what I'm thinking throughout the whole movie.
0: Are you thinking of that little, like, almost like a, I call it, it's like a hamster wheel, but it's not. It's The, the audience members get the little line, and they get, and it goes up or down depending on what President Obama is saying in the address. Like the red line and the blue line, like the red lines, the Republicans are thinking this. The blue line is Republicans are thinking, thinking this. I was
1: just thinking constant updates. CNN oh. constant... I
0: thought you were I, more I mean, scientific. Me,
1: anyway, several times during Scream, uh, for how do you say it?
0: Screamforum.
1: <laughs> I looked at Chrissy and went, uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Obviously, um, you know, they, That's
1: the uh face.
0: I think that Kevin Williamson and Wes Craven knew that Scream 2 and Scream 3 were not so good. So they were trying to bring it back to the original. Heavy on the trying. And I can't even say like it just fell short. I can't even be like, it missed put this much. It's like the bus from Speed trying to jump the gap. And except it didn't land on the other side. It just like went, whee! The air and like landed somewhere in the rubble. (laughs) See,
1: (laughs) from my vantage point, it's like the bus from Scream. Like it was like really going really fast. You're like, yes, it's totally gonna clear this thing, and it just went and just went straight (laughs) down. Oh,
0: just totally nosedive for you.
1: Yeah, and it didn't even explode like (laughs) magnificently. It just like a just like a huge fart of air just came from it instead. You're just like.
0: Oh, Oh, well. But everybody died.
1: (laughs) And everyone died. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Like, I was so excited about seeing this movie. I was actively seeking out not reading about it because I knew that 75% of the fun with the screen movies is the mystery of who it is. So I'm like, Chrissy, don't talk to me about it. She's like, well, I've been reading people's thoughts. I'm like, no, I don't want to hear them.
0: Don't want to see them. (laughs) <laughs> Do want to know about them?
1: And hindsight, maybe I should have listened.
0: <laughs> I remember um, when I was buying the tickets on Fandango.com, I go, that's weird. And you said, what? And I go, 99% of mo- movie viewers say to see it. 48% of critics, are, that's it. Um, who says to see it on the critics? That's such a weird chasm, don't you think? And you were like, shh, 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 no. I don't want to know anymore.
1: I don't want to know the tomato meter.
0: Buy the tickets. <laughs> So we go, and we were smart enough to take uh, two of our closest friends with us who shared uh, our opinion. And in general, they kind of share our likes and dislikes. So it was just like the four of us sitting in a row, giving each other looks like, what? Seriously? Record scratch?
1: So basically, loved screen one, liked screen two, Mm -hmm. did not like at all screen three, Pretty much hated Scream4 for, or Scorm.
0: So you scri <laughs> scriform. Skr- so you had like a natural um disintegration in terms of your like versus hate. Yeah,
1: of basically scream. my graph chart in terms of like of the Scream series was like that bus going
0: <laughs> the speed bus <laughs> going straight down. counter Reeves is like, Everybody, get down. We have to go fifty miles per hour or but <laughs> we're about to hit scriform. <laughs>
1: And all the people on the bus are like, oh, yes, it's got to be better than Scream 3. We, no. walk out the th- we walk out of the th- theater, and Chrissy's like, well, I liked it better than Scream 3. And I was like, well, you might as well say that you're walking down the road, and you see two piles of shit. One's just a little bit bigger, and you walk up to it, and you say, I like this pile of shit best.
0: It's the best pile of shit. And then
1: you jump in it and, like, roll around in it.
0: No, we're not our dog.
1: That's basically what Scream 4 did.
0: You know, but I stand by my uh, earlier statement of Scream 4 was at least better than Scream 3. Like, my my little chart of like versus dislike would be like, for Scream 1, like, like, like. Scream 2, it's okay. Scream 3, hate Scream 4, oh, well, you tried.
1: <laughs> I mean, okay, let's start at the top. Yeah. The opening scene, obviously, of the first Scream is very, very well-known. And scary. And sc- it's scary and smart. Mm-hmm. And um,
0: and at the time, it hadn't really been done before it, like that. It builds
1: tension very well. Like, go watch that scene again. It still works.
0: Yeah. The
1: second one was... I don't remember. I think the one in the theater with um, Jamie oh, Smith.
0: Yeah, that, and that was like... That wasn't so much scary as much as it was gruesome.
1: But good but opening effective. scene. yeah. Third one, I don't really remember that Yeah, much.
0: obviously. I, I don't remember right it either. From a,
1: this one, oh my gosh. Like, now I've gone back and, and, and read what people think about it and they're like, oh my gosh, it's so smart and hip and like great. And I'm like... Y'all must be like smoking some
0: <laughs> jamba. I almost said jamba. Apparently, they're smoking jamba juice. <laughs> but...
1: <laughs> You're smoking some of that <laughs> jamba juice. Some of that big
0: Wednesday. Is that a cold buster?
1: Got <laughs> some cold buster up your nose. <laughs> Trying to
0: snort that. You know. You know. You want to know who likes this movie? Who? Kids who are too young to remember, like how great Scream was and how that franchise kind of changed. The genre. Wait,
1: okay, so the first scene is basically a scene of a movie inside of a scene of a movie inside of a scene of a movie, okay. and by the end of it, I'm sure they wanted you to go, "Man, that was so smart." By the end of it, again, I gave Chrissy the, really? uh, what look. And I was just like, really? That's like the biggest wet fart of an opening. Like, <laughs> but I was just like, I was like, okay, so when's the the real movie going to begin? Because all this matters nothing.
0: Well, uh, to the listeners, as you may or may not remember, Gail Weathers, who is Courtney Cox in the Scream franchise, she made a career for herself out of writing books based on the Woodsboro murders. And they made movies, supposedly, out of Gail Weathers' books called Stab. So, Stab 1, apparently they go all the way to Stab 7, according to the movie. And the opening sequences, you think, are the beginning of Scream 4, or Scaform, but they're not. They're of various Stab movies that the kids are watching.
1: Yeah, you remember those Stab movies that were a real big part of Scream 3? Neither do I. (laughs) Because I don't remember Scream 3. Or I choose not to remember <laughs> Scream 3. So every time they brought up, you know, a new Stab movie, whether it be 1 through 7 or what the... Who, who cares? Knows. I was just like, ugh, Ooh. that again. All I
0: remember about Scream 3 was something about Jerry O'Connell and a drama club. And they're on stage. And, like, isn't he, That's like... That's
1: the second one, huh? That's in college. The third one where it was, like... <laughs> what
0: was the third the one? The third
1: one, I think, they are in Hollywood... What? Yes. Really? Let's not spoil it because it's so crappy. Yeah,
0: I don't even remember. But, um...
1: Actually, that's my spoiler warning for Scream 3. It's crappy. <laughs> don't waste your time. But back
0: to Scream 4. So after all the faults, you actually, you had a funny little thing you called. You're like, they were like Scream or Stab nesting dolls. <laughs> like, there's the first one, and then nope, there's one more inside of it. Nope, there's another one.
1: Or, Chrissy doesn't understand this because she still hasn't seen Beam John Malkovich. But in that movie, John Malkovich walks into his own portal and pretty much everywhere he looks, it's him saying, Malkovich, Malkovich, Malkovich. Scream 4 is what would happen if Scream 1 walked into a Scream portal. It'd be like, Scream, Scream, stab, stab.
0: This whole, the whole part of the movie
1: was like totally reflexive and like slyly winking about itself. And it was winking so hard that its eye was bruised, and so was mine because I couldn't believe what was going on. And like these these actors who I liked were, you know, used for like thirty seconds in like a big wet fart of an opening that sucks.
0: Let's take a second to discuss how Deputy Dewey, like all he all he did the entire movie was get in the police cruiser and drive to the scene of a crime that had already happened. All right,
1: that's our next bullet point. <laughs> The three main characters of the Scream series, okay, if you're rebooting or remaking whatever the hell they wanted to do with this movie, you either have to, A, start killing off some of those old characters, Mm -hmm. or B, give them something really awesome to do. What does Scream 4 do? Neither of those things. I think
0: that they tried doing that with Courtney Cox's character. What was the awesome thing that she did? Nothing. She just said, "I'm going rogue because Deputy Dewey didn't want to help her, you know, solve the murders because she thinks she's like a one-woman dragnet."
1: She's like, "I'm going to go to this weird house party <laughs> that, like, half of it's a barn for some reason." And I'm going to set some webcams down in the <laughs> barn part where no one is. I'm going
0: to wear a ghost face mask and give people thumbs up because that's cool.
1: Actually, that was my favorite part of the whole movie. It's
0: pretty cool. (laughs) I was like, Miley
1: Cyrus? If Miley Cyrus was the screen killer at the end of Scream 4, I would have been like, this is brilliant. A
0: plus.
1: Because the way you set it up to be like a total random ass Scooby Doo ending. Okay, Miley Cyrus. (laughs) I killed all those people. It's pretty cool.
0: And, of course, we're doing, like, the Saturday Night Live by Elise Edwards.
1: So, yeah, Cordy Cox, you said that she reminded you of Janice Dickinson throughout the movie. It was
0: so distracting. I don't know what she's done. I mean, she's always been a thin lady, but she's really skinny now. And she's got the cheekbones and the Botox and, like, the big lips going on like Janice. It was genuinely distracting. Like, there were parts where she'd be talking, and I'd go, why is Janice Dickinson in this movie? What's going on?
1: They didn't give her anything to do. And then again, we've already we've talked about Deputy Dewey, played by David Arquette, who's had like the puffiest face in the world.
0: He was pretty puffed.
1: He was like Stay Puff Face. <laughs> I thought it was like he could be the villain.
0: He, he, he probably even mean, need he a mask. Drinking, you know, he's got the the. He a drunky face.
1: Yeah, and I felt so sorry for him because he was. Behind Randy in the Scream series, he was my favorite character, and they just, like... Oh, I'm
0: so mad when they killed Randy in, in the previous episodes. I'll never
1: forgive them for that. I was
0: so mad at that. I know, right? Well, he had the rules!
1: Well, not... Okay, if you're gonna let him die, let him die, like, like valiantly, like, on the back of a friggin'
0: yeah. dragon
1: or something, punching <laughs> Ghostface in the face. There were
0: dragons in Scream?
1: There should have been. <laughs> No, he just like gets picked out of mid like mid air in the daylight.
0: Yeah, like totally gets gets picked off in the daylight in the news van. Like, I even I,
1: you know what I was like eighteen. I I wanted to like stomp out of the theater when that happened during Scream Two. I'm
0: so mad, so mad. And then but,
1: we, and then we come to Nev Campbell in this movie, and you're just like,
0: uh, waste. what? What a waste. You know I was what?
1: bored watching her being bored. you
0: want to know what Scream lost when they lost Randy? What any of the memorable lines. <laughs> Like anytime you quote anything, it's pretty much because like Randy said it, you know, and and except for the one "Live her Alone" part, and then what? it was a joke. But past Randy, no, there, there's nothing memorable anymore. Like where you go, oh, remember when they said that or that happened? No, nope. all you do is watch Nev Campbell run up and downstairs, give a few high kicks, and look generally pained.
1: So, let's just pretend. Yes. Pretend time. Say you're not you. Who am I? You're a relative of Sydney from the Scream series.
0: Okay. She
1: calls you up and says, so, uh, hey, third cousin of mine, I'm doing the book series and I'm coming into your town. Can I stay with you? What do you say?
0: Have we met?
1: Before?
0: No! <laughs> <laughs> no is the answer. I didn't know. Rhetorical question.
1: You're not related to her, even if you are. Because everyone who's related to her, or even is a friend or romantically involved, you like stood behind her at Starbucks, <laughs> you are in danger of being <laughs> brutally murdered.
0: This is probably true. Not only
1: that, you'll be brutally murdered. And then nothing much will change until the next person is brutally murdered. <laughs> you know? A sane person would be like, hey yeah, I think two person were two people were just brutally murdered in the span of, you know, eighteen hours. Should we like get some guns or at least some mace? You know?
0: Speaking of brutally murdered, maybe it's just me, and it's been a while, and so I've had time to build up a little more sensitivity to it. Yeah. But I feel like the kills were worse than this one. We were like, oh. I'm just not memorable. No, but I mean, like, really gross. Like they, Oh, gross. Yeah, like, gruesome. They but c-
1: gross in a, like, not memorable way. No,
0: but, like, they kill the, um, one, a neighbor, let's say. They kill a neighbor. Uh-huh. And um, I'm saying they, by the way, not because it's more than one person necessarily. I'm saying they, just because I don't want to give anything away. They kill a neighbor, and they show, like, what happens to the neighbor's body and everything. And it's like, oh, dear. Really?
1: So what did you want to happen?
0: (laughs) I wanted it to be like CSI, where there's, like, caution tape, and they're like, she's dead. And (laughs) you don't really, like... Have to see the entrails outside what the body.
1: It, somebody can narrate that killing for me, Marley Matlin. You come in here, get you and your your you know signer to narrate the the killing. And she's
0: like, no, it looked disgusting. Oh.
1: <laughs> no. We've been watching the last thirty prints lately. Okay. Yeah, but... <laughs> um. So what did you, did, I mean, the three main people, what did you think of this of them in this film all together?
0: As a unit? Yeah. Um, well.
1: Did you wish they would have just killed them all at the beginning?
0: No. I really actually wanted to see Sydney survive. And, I, well, really, if I'm being fair, I wanted them all to survive. Not because I loved them in this movie, but because the characters have a soft place in my heart because they were once great. Um,
1: and then your heart was staked.
0: But, Is this Buffy now? But, <laughs> what's going on?
1: By Scform.
0: Scform!
1: Scream Four. More like Scream... door What the hell? Scream snore. <laughs> scream door! No. No.
0: I tried. Oh. Yeah, Um. you know, it's not something that I'm going to be putting on my list of when my kids are old enough to watch horror movies. They'll be like, alright, dude, I know you've seen Nightmare on Elm Street, you haven't lived to <laughs> have seen, wait for it, Scream 4.
1: Or Scream form?
0: Yeah, Scream 4. They'll be like, what, Mom?
1: Okay, we've hated on a lot. What did you like about the movie?
0: Um, Courtney Cox gave some pretty cool thumbs up gestures when she was wearing ghost faces mask.
1: You mean when she was at the half party, half
0: <laughs> barn. barn thing? Yeah. The nerds made a good effort at being interesting and um, one-upping previous nerds by making it like a whole webcammy sort of thing, broadcast club.
1: See, that's the thing. The whole thing with this movie, where they try to p- play on the common horror tropes of other movies, and then they would say, no, we're doing new rules... And then halfway during the movie, you're like, what are the rules anymore? Like,
0: I don't even understand. I'm so confused. The new rules are that the old rules are dead. And so the new rules are that they're the opposite of the old rules. And those are the rules.
1: It's like those kids that you'd be like, dude, it's opposite, (laughs) opposite day. (laughs)
0: Yeah. It totally is.
1: You'd be like, so just like regular
0: day? Right. Like one kid's like, so basically, let me get this straight. The old rules don't apply. The new rules do. But the new rules are that's the opposite of the old rules. I'm really confused. How does anybody survive a horror movie? And like, you basically have to be gay.
1: So what you're telling me is you're not, not an idiot?
0: Yeah. So they, yeah, the, exactly. That's what this whole. It's a double, it's one big double negative. Yeah. Like you can't,
1: you know, wink twice, you know, which is basically what they do. They're like, we're in on the joke and we're the joke.
0: No, you know what it is? They're winking twice, but with their two different eyes, so it comes across like a giant blink. <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't understand. Wink! They're like, yeah, I'm blinking at you. Well, see, I'm in the <laughs>
1: audience, and I'm like, does Scream Four have a stroke? Why do they keep winking twice? <laughs> winking twice at me? I understand that they're in on the joke that you don't have to be stupid about it, and you don't have to be a smartass. That's what the, the opening of the movie kind of was to me. I'm like, okay, I get it, but you don't have to be a smartass and like, ram your point into the ground that by the end of the whole opening when Scream 4 finally goes across the screen I don't have to look at my wife and go
0: (sighs) Hey Justin, I think I have an analogy for you. I'm making it up as I go, but I think I have one. Okay. And I'm only using this because I feel like it's not quite a movie geek podcast if we don't somehow reference Titanic (laughs) because it happens every podcast now. But it would be like if they had a sequel to that and Kate and Leo...
1: They did! It was called Titanic no. 2, and you can go back and listen to our <laughs> podcast review of it a couple of episodes ago. No.
0: I don't want to talk about that. I mean, like, like, if it were Kate and Leo. And Kate and Leo are like... Leo's like, I'm back to life! I'm breaking the rules of the Titanic singing and taking lives, and... Now the new rules are that you don't die when you're frozen. You live and let's go do things.
1: That's when you, like, conk him on the head with <laughs> some passing, you know, floating wood. Yes. There you go. Floss him to the head, Jack.
0: Right. <laughs> By the way, that was my <laughs> super analogy of what screen 4 was like. <laughs> it made no sense. So, uh, if you have to... If you have to assign this a grade. No, wait.
1: I was going to get to the part that I actually liked about the movie. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. I forgot. You like something. Yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) I can't even get it out. Other than Courtney Cox flailing.
1: Before we get to... I wanted to talk about the ending in a non... In a spoiler-like manner, so... right. But before that, you know who I did like? Who? Hayden Panettiere.
0: Oh, she was pretty acceptable. I have to give her credit.
1: And Chrissy would know this because she witnessed my long-suffering love of heroes. (laughs) Yeah. Hayden Panettiere is not my favorite person in the world because of her work in Heroes. She kind of pissed me off. Whoa. But in this movie, she kind (laughs) of played, like, a tough, like... Possible lesbian. Possible lesbian chick. Yeah. With, like... She had, like, muscular boobage. Like, it's weird.
0: Muscular had, boobage? Yeah, she had, like... What, what are you talking... They just cut her hair short, put a headband on her, and put in her in a leather jacket. No, but she has, like,
1: like gymnast boobage. You know, like... Oh.
0: Like yeah. Her,
1: like, she's got, Textual. like, a 12-pack. And, like, two-pack of that are her boobs.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there, that made sense. You um, know if she
1: dates, like, a six foot six, like,
0: boxer guy? Oh, I guess there's hope for you, Justin. <laughs> whoop, whoop! So... Yeah, I have to agree. She was pretty acceptable. Um, In the whole movie, I kept thinking, if she dies, I might be pissed. Because she's kind of a redeeming character in this mess. This hot mess.
1: Well, like anybody in the movie, you're like, okay, how much do I actually care about this character? And other than the three who you, you know, pretty much geriatrically walk (laughs) through the movie. (laughs) I mean, friggin' uh, David Arquette, his character, Dewey gets, like, smashed with a bedpan at one point.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, repeatedly. And you're like, how does he survive this?
1: I wasn't even thinking that. I was like, that's so sad that he's getting, you know, smashed in the face with a bedpan. Like, did he not step outside of the scene and say... Uh, Wes, could you, like, smash me with something cooler than a bedpan? Like,
0: I've been around for, like, four of these movies now. I feel like if my character's going to either die or be maimed, like, it should be by something really awesome.
1: Yeah, like, like run me over with a unicorn or something. <laughs> Don't smash me in the head with a bedpan.
0: <laughs> <laughs> At least it wasn't a used bedpan. That we know of. Yeah,
1: they didn't really give a you know, a story to the bedpan. We didn't know what happened before that scene.
0: It was just a weapon. It was there. Bedpan.
1: What was your story, bedpan? Give me your, you know.
0: I didn't know that bedpans were that, like, heavy, by the way, and, like, made of steel. I think I assumed they were, like, plastic.
1: Yeah. It would have been cool. Like, it would have been made of rubber. He could just bounced off his face.
0: I wish it would have been, like, a baby toilet seat.
1: An edible bedpan?
0: No, definitely not. Like baby toilet seat? Yeah, you like the kind that you know, like have Dora's face all over, and you put it over the toilet, so little girls and boys can learn how to be potty trained and sit on it. (laughs) They're like vinyl, and they have plastic overtones.
1: Well, you know, the person (laughs) who used that bedpan could have pulled it out at the end, and I wouldn't have been any less surprised. You know, everything that happened at the end, I was just like, well, that. Not only did it come out of nowhere, it came out of left of nowhere.
0: And you know what? Really, because I feel like the killers in the past in the scream franchise have at least made sense. Like
1: that's not true. I think they've made less sense as it's gone along. So. Right. No,
0: but this one it made no sense at all. Like it was just like pure crazy, like crazy for crazy. Like sick. there was
1: no foreshadowing at all as to the ending. So before we get to the ending and spoiler, what would you give a grade to? Perform C minus. C minus.
0: Yeah. I assume you're going to fail it.
1: No, I, I did, I did, that's what I'm saying. I didn't hate it. I was just really, really disappointed. Right. You know?
0: No, I agree with you. I'm, I'm with you.
1: Because I don't know if, how I come off on other podcasts, but every time I go see a movie, I hope it's awesome. <laughs> and I was hoping this was going to be awesome. Oh,
0: I feel so sad for you. You're like... I
1: hope it's going so. To be I didn't. Awesome. Ha- I didn't hate it, but it was definitely my least favorite of the four. I probably give it like a D plus. Would something. you ever
0: watch it again?
1: I do want to watch it again. Really? Yeah, because it, like I said, it might suck, but it does have its entertaining parts. Like, here is how I, it's almost like they blended together a scream movie and one of the scary movies into one. Because in this one, it kind of lost any, there's there's nothing really scary about any. Right. There's no tension and some people say that, you know, that Scream movies aren't about scares, but go back
0: and look at the first movie. There's some that scary parts. Sc- that scared me.
1: There's, I mean, there's a scene in in Scream 2, which I still remember seeing the first night it was out of the theater to this day because I was so like, ugh. There's a scene where um, Scream Face is in like the front of a car and Two people. I think it like Nev Campbell's character and another girl was in the back of the car, and they had to like climb through and oh, over the guy. Oh my
0: god! Yeah, that, I remember that. That
1: was a great scene, and I was like behind these like two black girls, and they were like totally narrating. And usually, I hate that, but it's, they're like, "Girl, you better go faster," you know. And I was like, "Yes, I love this scene. It's so tense. Nothing even approaching that during this movie. That's so, true. You're
0: just like, oh, do we have to see that? That's
1: per- it." Pretty much, and then like people just meet fates. We're just like, "What a waste!" Like, why did they even you know, <laughs> be? This, it sucks. I well, I'm know. glad
0: that we only paid 550 a ticket to see that. Thank you, Century Eight North Hollywood. Yeah. So, moving on to wait,
1: wait, we gonna talk about the ending.
0: Oh, we are. I thought we could kind of did with the bedpan and.
1: No, we didn't say. Should we talk about the ending? Let's talk about the ending. All right. Number one. There's, like, four endings to the movie, pretty much. And the final, final ending happens yeah, right. happens in a hospital where, apparently, no one works.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't know if they taped... Was this, like, the Walking Dead hospital? Everyone else were zombies? Like,
0: what happened? Well, to be fair, there was one blonde nurse who just walked by the rooms one time, and then that was it. But she was there. I mean,
1: like, major crap's going down in this hospital room. Like, Dewey's getting hit with a bedpan multiple times in the face. That's
0: loud. Yeah.
1: Not one nurse. Nothing. What does it say about our healthcare system? Right.
0: Or what about the machines that, let's say, the person who is in the hospital is hooked up to? Don't they start, like, Spoiler warning.
1: We've already started a spoiler warning. Like,
0: who's in the hospital by then? I didn't say anything about who's in the hospital.
1: Oh, we're not going to spoil it?
0: Well, you just said,
1: Nev Campbell, so... Well, I thought we agreed to that, like, 30 seconds ago.
0: Okay, so enough Campbell's in the hospital. Yes. And, and.
1: <laughs> her freaky cousin, who ends up being the killer, tracks her down and, like, tries to kill her. Is that what happened? I've already started wiping that from my memory.
0: She was... No, 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 no. She... The, the, the freaky cousin was in the hospital as well. And then Dewey, being an idiot, was like... Hey, guess what? Sid survived. Well, hi, kind of. She's in ICU. We don't really know if she's going to make it. But for now. Hey, what's that
1: bad <laughs> doing there? Don't.
0: She's alive. And Crazy Cousin's like, holy shit. And then gets up to go kill Sidney. She ripped her IV up, though, pretty forcefully.
1: I don't know, man. I was just not down. I was, like, totally dejected in my seat by then. Yeah. I was ready for, it was like the the opening all, all over again. I was like, okay, I'm just ready for this to end. This this attempt at a reboot, like what would be, okay, say they wanted this to be a successful reboot. What's Scream 5? Or, Scream 6? Scream 5? Scrive?
0: I thought you were going to go for Scream 6 already.
1: It'd be Scream 5. You gotta have a five in it. I know. Fine. No, Um, it would.
0: No, the five would be in place of the S.
1: Oh, so it'd be five.
0: (laughs) Submarine.
1: Like what happens? Like, is it set in a nursing home where you know Dewey and (laughs) Gelweathers and Nev Campbell all are there? And Nev Campbell's like, I'm writing my my next book. (laughs) Out of the darkness
0: again.
1: (laughs) Like, where was...
0: No. I'm writing my next book, Out of the Light, Back into the Darkness, because it was too damn bright. Working on my karate kick. Uh, Yeah!
1: That was the only thing that Neve Campbell did well throughout the movie, is she pulled out a couple of random karate kicks to Ghostface. Yeah. Like, I totally wanted her to, like, like, get some, like, steel, like still knuckles and start beating some ass. What I mean, (laughs) there's just all this tension that's been built up over, you know, three movies. She goes away. She comes back. I think we talked about, like, what does she do when she's not, like, is she a hermit?
0: I just want to know how she ended up back in her old house. Because wasn't that supposed to be her cousin's house? And why did her cousin live in her old house?
1: Or why, once people start dying at, like, a clip... Why don't they all just like get together and, you know, hang out in the same room instead of saying, oh, my God, Trevor, (laughs) Trevor's calling. Yeah. Poor poor Trevor.
0: Way too much reliance, by the way, on phones and Facebook and texting and all that sort of thing. Someone
1: must have stowed his phone. How can Trevor be calling me?
0: Right. Yeah. But by the way, Trevor jumps out. (laughs) The reason they didn't have them all like just sit in a room and looking at each other to wait to see what happens is because that's what happened in El Diablo. (laughs) And look what happened there. (laughs) Of course, I'm referring to the classic devil that came out last year and they're all in an elevator stuff. See, that's the
1: thing. If they would have just all went and hung out in an elevator and, like, stopped it between floors, how is Ghostface going to get them then, you know? He's not He's not <laughs> a Diablo. He, he doesn't know there's trouble when, yes, he when you drop your jelly, Dude. jelly <laughs> face down on the ground.
0: If He's outside. And he's like the guy who called in and was like, "It's a Diablo? He can get on the PA and he's like, What's your favorite scary movie inside to the elevator? And they're like, Diablo? No! G- damn it! Answer!
1: What's your favorite scary movie? Speaking of disappointments, Scream Reform got it into my head that there was actually an app that could change your voice into <laughs> Ghostface's voice. And I was like, that's genius! I can't believe I don't have that app. So, of course, I went, bloop, 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 bloop. It doesn't exist.
0: It will now, I'm what? sure. Suck
1: it, Strouform, for <laughs> tricking me that way. No, they have like a a screen four app game where you can you know kill people as Ghostface. There nice. you go, there you go, kids. Whatever.
0: <laughs> um,
1: stab them to death in the game, but you know, deny me my Ghostface app.
0: Why is it though that Ghostface kept asking the same questions over and over again to his new victims? What's your favorite scary movie? They'd be like, I am talk to you, okay? I'm not going to chatter on Facebook. And he'd be like, What's your favorite scary movie? Like, he really wanted to know.
1: That's the thing. He was talking way too much. Go face. I mean, <laughs> by the end of the movie, I, was, I thought that they were like farming out. Like, there was like a ghost face calling center. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some of in India, like,
0: What is your favorite scary movie? <laughs> 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 you can even now we're laughing hello
1: Sydney <laughs> <laughs> or give me a sp- buenos dias Sydney mm.
0: or no it, my mom by the way just recently got caught, caught up in a Nigerian scam online <laughs> what if it were like that they're like hello not victim
1: hello cowboy head
0: <laughs> I am here to be your friend and definitely not to kill you and your friends <laughs>
1: like he was like pulling out some like major like Q rank questions throughout the movie, like <laughs> trivia and stuff.
0: Yeah.
1: I was like, wow, he's really like pulling him out of his ass. And only
0: with hated P- panettiere.
1: He had his own like trivia Ghostface app. Like he's like, boop, boop, I'm gonna find some great trivia so I can really, really stop him this time.
0: She knew all of them. It was really funny.
1: Yeah, but a lot of good it did her. She didn't even get a you know yeah a glorious exit. No. <sighs> Alright, enough of this crap. Yeah,
0: we, we talked way too long about that. <laughs> Although it was kind of fun at the end, pretending that they outsourced Ghostface to different countries. That,
1: that's going to be in Skr 5. <laughs> 5 of them. Um. Can
0: you imagine Chance's spend Hello? Hola. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hola. I
1: kind of want to watch uh, the HBO Spanish version of this movie when it comes out. <laughs> Which is great.
0: I, I hope that scary movie takes a hit from this podcast and they make like a scary movie, 16 or whatever. That's the thing, they can't
1: make another scary movie now because Scream you know, 4 was pretty much another scary movie almost. Right,
0: but it would be hilarious. All right, so moving on to Sleepaway Camp.
1: So tell me what you thought of Sleepaway Camp.
0: It was interesting. It was weird. Mm-hmm. It had its enjoyable moments. But overall, if there were like a bubble above my head, it would basically say WTF with a question mark.
1: <laughs> so, if you had to explain uh, Sleepaway Camp without spoiling anything to someone who's never seen it, what would you? How would you explain it?
0: It's 1983, and apparently that's the time when all kids between the ages of 11 and like 19 go to the same camp and bunk up together. And do things like go in canoes and eat at a really messy restaurant. No, but I guess it's a mess hall. The
1: summer camp thing is like a foregone concept for you. There
0: might be a pedophile involved. There might not be. Oh,
1: there's definitely pedophiles involved.
0: And... Um, certain people just kind of start dying, and you know the camp tractor wants to save face, so he tries to act like nothing is wrong. You know, and the band played novel on the Titanic" sink basically, and then more people die. And
1: so it's a it's a slasher film set at a you know summer camp for
0: yes, but that,
1: te- teens to young adults. But I
0: gave you the like the basic parameters of the movie, but at the core of that is this cousin pair. Who are, like, 13 and they just, like, hang out all the time. And one of them is practically mute and the other one is more outgoing but likes to throw things at people.
1: So, (laughs) the mute person in that cousin relationship is... Angela? Angela. Yes. Angela.
0: Yes. There's
1: something about Angela.
0: (laughs) It's not like there's something about Mary. But, you know, just to show how confusing this movie is, I took notes and... Every single sentence ends with a question mark. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just what? gonna read it
1: because there's not enough time. But okay. yeah, this music has got to go. Which...
0: Well, the beginning, like, because it was like in, when you see Insidious, and it's like Insidious. Yeah, it was like that. It was so disarming. I'm like, make it go away.
1: What's El, El Norte?
0: <laughs> okay. Those kids
1: from El Norte. You don't, this is a long story.
0: No, but there's a great movie from the '80s actually worth watching called El Norte. And these kids reminded me of the kids from El Norte. And I was like, are these the kids from El Norte?
1: And you say, why is mom yelling? Loud noises. Is she a robot? A transvestite? Katy Perry's mom? Loud zombie.
0: Yeah, she could have been any one of those things. The mom of the... I couldn't even tell it was like, "Mom, are they they brother and sister? Are they cousins? Who are they? Because she was like, take care of my little girl. And she like put her arm up next to her face for no apparent reason. And she was just totally weird. That's why. I was asking questions. I was like, what yeah, is none of these? she? Okay. Give
1: me my list. of them make sense. They're all just nonsensical.
0: No, they're not. Go ahead.
1: Um, so I don't know. When when I was a kid, I kinda liked this movie because it was so out there. Really? Yeah. Number one, it's got a um a death scene by is it Flesh Eating Bees? Like I was
0: Oh yeah, I didn't understand that. Like, basically, somebody lowers a beehive into a you know a showering area to kill somebody who's taking a shower and who has been locked in.
1: I thought he was taking a poop.
0: You're right; it was a poop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, guys, I hate that we learn it this way, but Chrissy has apparently has taking a shower and taking a poop mixed up. I knew something was wrong when I walked in her walked in her that one day and she was, you know,
0: in the shower.
1: Sitting, sitting, sitting in the tub with no water.
0: Ew. That's gross.
1: Or, you know, showering above the toilet bowl.
0: Well, I imagined the stall in my head just now, but I couldn't remember what kind of stall it was. So, yeah, he's actually taking a poop, (laughs) and and he's locked in. By the way, can I just tell you that that's actually a genius way to kill somebody, because who knows what to do with themselves when they're, like, right in the middle of a poop. They're like, ah And they lower a beehive in there, and I would understand if you were allergic that maybe you, like, might pass out or possibly eventually die from some sort of shock because you're allergic. But when they showed the body afterward, it looked truly like it had been eaten by maggots. (laughs) Like...
1: Yeah, it looked like Smucker's strawberry jelly, pretty much.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I was like, how did the bees do that? Why are they all still alive? I haven't seen any dead ones.
1: Those bees are hungry.
0: I guess they ate him instead of stinging him.
1: Um. Anyway, the favorite part about this movie for me is the main character of Angela and how friggin' strange she is. <laughs> okay, okay. And can, can I, Wait, can I say one point? Yes. Jeez.
0: Jeez. Ow! Abuse!
1: Anyway... Yeah, basically through the whole movie, you're like, why did she even come to this camp? You know, she's not participating in any of the activities. All she's doing is staring at people a lot. Um, If you would have been at a summer camp and Angela was in your bunk, how would you react to her?
0: I think she was really weird. I would probably try to be friends with her because I have a thing for the underdog, and I would have wanted to have been the person to make her finally break and talk. But if I didn't do it within a short amount of time because I don't have very much patience, I would have eventually gotten bored and been like, all right, I tried.
1: See, I thought you would have been really good friends because she would have talked and you would have been able to talk all
0: the time. Ow, abuse! Oh, yeah, because I hit you so hard. Ow, abuse! hit me harder. Like,
1: what was she doing? Like... She'd just be staring at you the whole time. Well, I
0: was trying to decide. I was like, is, does she not speak English? Because a lot of times she just looked like, no comprende. Like, and this
1: is, this no, isn't sleep away. This isn't, you know, stare a lot camp. It's sleepaway camp.
0: And the other time she, I, I, I actually thought, I was like, are we going to learn that she has some sort of terrible disorder? Is she autistic? What's going on? And they're all being mean to her, but turns out she has a learning disability. <laughs> and nope. She, and then all of a sudden she would say things like, Good night, or no? And I'd go. Who is she now? Why is she talking? Selective. I don't understand.
1: Well, she, you know, she had a traumatic upbringing. The star of the movie, she, her family was involved in a freak boating accident. Oh. And when I say freak, I mean it. Really, didn't make sense at all. No. It was like that scene in Austin Powers, where the guys on like that machinery. And he's, like, a hundred yards away from Austin Powers. He's like,
0: no! He's like, turn away! (laughs) Yes. (laughs) No! You're right. That's exactly what it was like.
1: The family's in the water, like, way far away. And the boat's like...
0: Let's discuss, like, the acting in this movie. First of all, I use the term acting loosely. Nobody could act. Not from, you know, the guy in the cafeteria room. To the girl who stared the whole time.
1: I have to take offense to that and say that um, the girl who played Angela was a great actress.
0: Are you basing this completely on the end scene? Yes. That's what I thought.
1: (laughs) Can we talk about the end scene? Oh,
0: sure we can.
1: So, spoiler warning for (laughs) Sleepaway Camp.
0: Sorry about that.
1: And if you haven't seen it by now, stop this and go watch it. Oh, dear. Because it will freak you out. (laughs)
0: No, it'll just make you go, huh?
1: Dude, I went to some camps when I was a kid after I saw this movie, and I fully expected some, you know...
0: Oh, I'd be a little scared if I was still of camp This age.
1: mute hermaphrodite kid come out and, you know...
0: Yep, that's kind of how the whole thing ends. You're right. <laughs> Imagine a bloody hermaphrodite standing there naked with this like, ah, Chewbacca <laughs> sort of face, but making that noise that Justin just made... For five minutes, solid. And that's all the person does. <sighs> yeah. Angela's a <her. sighs> Or possibly a boy.
1: The bloodshed bloodlust. You know, she had to pretty much do away with her little boyfriend and that just brought out the, you know, the creature in her, her. or him or whatever was going on downstairs. Her name was Peter. Her name was Peter and she had her Peter. <laughs>
0: This is true. And they show it. And you're like, oh, well.
1: I, I always, you know, regretted that they didn't show the five minutes after that. Like, what happened? Did somebody like,
0: put that away? Or they're like, you can stop growling now. <laughs> yeah, because that's how the movie ends. Like, freeze frames on her doing that little grunting sound. <laughs> yeah, what's going to hurt your voice.
1: There's a sequel. We're going to have to watch the sequel now. There
0: is not.
1: Not only that, there was a recent, I think it was Return to Sleepaway Camp. Shut up. Which I haven't seen and I'm sure is, you know. Delightful. Oscar worthy. <laughs> if it's a reboot it's, if it's a reboot as much as Scraform was a successful reboot.
0: <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> we went there with this. We could do that. That's cool.
1: I wanted, you know, I want them to just combine both of these movies and, for five, um, they can have Ghostface going up against Angela.
0: You know what I thought was funny? (laughs) That's all she knows how to do, though. I know. Do you know what I thought was funny? Like, you see, you see dead bodies, um, pile up in Sleepaway Camp. You see that they've, you know, either been stabbed or apparently stung slash eaten fleshy eating bees. You know.
1: But they're all, like, a lot of them are embarrassing. Like, right. the cook that falls into the, <laughs> to the... the vat. The vat of whatever he was Boiling making. water. Like, or, it wasn't really sudden. It was like, he, like, almost fell in. He's like, stop it.
0: Oh, no.
1: And the angel is behind him, like, silently going...
0: Right, she just like pulls the chair out from under him, and then he. And then there's her. a
1: guy that like drowns underneath a capsized canoe. <laughs> yes. Like she
0: pushes him down.
1: Like she must have been really strong.
0: Right. So I mean, things like that happen, but when it comes to like the opportunity for any sort of real violence, they totally shy away from it. Like instead of you know beating Angela, they throw a water balloon at her and knock her on her butt. And like there's another scene where the guys are all grappling in a school dance. And nobody throws a punch. Not one person. They all just kind of like jump in a dog pile and grab. Like they, they grab their shoulder, they grab an arm, and it looks like they're half like shaking, like, ah, they're just grabbing each other. And I'm like, this is not a fight.
1: That's probably what happened at the end of the movie, you know? They just formed like a, a, a guy pile on <laughs> top of
0: Angel <sighs> <learned her>. Nice. <laughs> We're totally going to
1: watch the sequel. Oh,
0: God. I can't wait. Awesome. Alright, so what do you give this grade?
1: A plus plus.
0: You do not. (laughs) Come on. Don't make me hit you with the water balloon. I abstain. You abstain? Yes. Why? Because you know that it's not merited enough to get anything above a D, but because you saw when you were a kid and it holds a special place in your heart you don't want to?
1: F minus. What? no, I don't know all right i mean it's 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 a stupid eighties movie. I'd probably give it like a ten mm-hmm. plus
0: yeah it seems almost beyond reproach, <laughs> like because of what it is it it doesn't you know it's just
1: so strange, yeah, that's why probably why I like didn't it stuck out it. <laughs> in the final five minutes.
0: you can do it again. <laughs> <sighs> your voice I'm telling you but yes thank you for those two hours of my life Justin
1: hello Sydney
0: <laughs> Hola. Uh, uh, like a
1: conversation between the two of them it will go nowhere
0: quanto cuesta scary movie <laughs> <sighs> by the way that didn't that didn't actually translate to what is your favorite scary movie translate to how much scary movie
1: <laughs> exactly it made as much sense as to <laughs>
0: Absolutely. All right, well, kids, if you want to follow us on Twitter and, um, you know, glean more insight to the craziness going on in these two knuckleheads' heads, you can follow Justin at, at Justin Winters or me at Chris Winters with a K. And that's all I got. You got anything? All right, cool. Well, I'm glad we had this talk. <laughs>